0: Hello, and welcome to Travel Stories Unpacked, where we are going to share all our travel stories from the silly to the serious and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Ashley Newton, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, where we are going to talk, sort of debate the benefits of Airbnbs and hotels. And I want to welcome to the show our guest for today, who is, I would say, like an Airbnb advocate. Definitely yeah. a fan. I'd say so. <laughs> so thank you, Julia, for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I needed somebody who has more experience with Airbnbs and really who is more of a fan of them than I am okay. to really give this justice. Yeah. But I was creeping your Instagram okay. when my producer was like, I have the perfect person <laughs> for this topic. And uh, if you want to go over to our Instagram and check it out, it is at awaywithjulia.com. No spaces, no caps. Nice and simple. How yep. did you steal that, by the way? Honestly, I had another one before. It was Julia Dot Travels, and that dot drove me insane. Fair enough. And then I was kind of thinking of, like, a play on words. What could I do? And I liked the away with Julia because it was, like, a way to do things. And so, like, to talk a little bit more about just tra- then travel. Oh, yeah. Um, like, a way to do this or a way to do that. So, I just not like It was there, and I was like, I'm stealing this immediately before I have to add, like, one, two, three, four, five at the end. I'm really curious how did you get started documenting your travel adventures? Yeah. So it started back in like 2016. Um, I'm still in the nursing field now. I'm a nurse practitioner. But back then I was living in Cleveland and really wanted to get into travel nursing. And so, basically with that, you can do it one of two ways. You can travel for assignments or Mm -hmm. you can do what I did, which was stayed in Ohio, but you can kind of make your own schedule and be off for chunks of time. And I was like, this is when travel started to get huge on Instagram. Like you really started to see influencers. And I got on that bandwagon and just started to create content. I took photography back in high school okay, and I've always been interested in like, I have a professional camera and I was like, I'm just going to start documenting this stuff. And kind of see where it goes. I feel like I didn't really start taking it seriously until the last couple of years, Um, but have just always really enjoyed documenting it and have always really enjoyed travel since about 2016. When you started documenting your journeys and traveling more, did you immediately gravitate towards Airbnbs or was it, you know, like living and learning that made you start to favor them? Yeah, I honestly think I I didn't feel any certain way until I started to go on like big, costly trips. So like the first time that I realized, oh, Airbnb may have some advantages was the first time I went to Hawaii. Okay. So, Hawaii's expensive. And I remember we stayed in, like, our first big-name hotel, and it was pricey. Like, for us, I think it was upwards of, like, 600 a night. It was the most expensive place we had stayed. When you say us, what's your group that oh, you're traveling with? So, I'll either go with my significant other. um, His name is Matt. Or I've done, like, group trips. My sister really likes to travel, so her and her husband – Um, and then I've taken a few trips with like a group of friends. Okay. And in Hawaii you were with? Just me and my significant other. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, it was nice. (laughs) And this was like one of our first trips. I had been to Hawaii before and he hadn't. And it's just like one of those dream spots. Oh, yeah. Um, that you feel like I'll never get there. And then we've actually been like four times now, but. Incredible. It was just, it was beautiful. And we stayed at a broad range. We stayed at a hostel. We stayed at a big, like big name hotel. And then we stayed in an Airbnb. And I think it was that experience because we were able to save so much money, just specifically in Hawaii, um, by booking with an Airbnb and the hostel over a hotel. Um, and a big reason was like cost of food. Like we were able to like cook our own food in the Airbnb, um, and just keep the prices down, especially when we went with my sister a couple of years later, We went as a group. And so we're splitting that price of like a two bedroom Airbnb over the one kind of room hotel. So I think that's when it hit me like, okay, there can be advantages to both and they both have their pros and cons. And that's when I started to dig more into it yeah you so I have only ever really liked an Airbnb for those two reasons that you said there one the cooking yeah and now granted that's really dependent on for me specifically like what destination I'm going to and yeah. what the trip is as a whole because I love not cooking yeah. and I love going to restaurants and I love being sort of into like that city atmosphere yeah but if you are doing something where it's a longer trip it's not very cost effective to do that. Morning, noon and night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then with the big group, I think that to me is the biggest appeal of an Airbnb is if you're traveling with a larger group or even just another couple or something like that, then I could really see how it's like this is just going to be better for us. Yeah, I think you like hit the nail on the head. A big group is like you can get the price down so far. We went on a big group trip in Iceland. Iceland's another super expensive place. Mm -hmm. And we stayed, like, it felt dirt cheap because we were in a group of 10 and we would find these big villa homes. And by the time you really broke down the Airbnb or VRBO pricing, it was like 50 bucks a night for a couple is what it felt like. And then, yeah, the cooking. So I'm someone, I have friends that are like, I never want to cook on vacation. That's not a vacation, which is true. But when you're at a place for like a week, it isn't cost effective to constantly go out or just like the nights where... I don't know. You're out like at the beach all day. You were snorkeling. You got so much sun. You don't want to like get ready to go out to dinner. You just like want to cook something quickly and get into bed. Um, I feel it can be super beneficial. And I'm always someone too. the one thing I've learned about the kitchen thing specifically that I think has added to a place is I love going to farmer's markets and there's no purpose of me doing that. If I don't have a kitchen to bring things back to, but if I can like go kind of shop at the farmer's markets, I feel like I'm doing something local. Um, It's just like a fun little thing to do that's really purposeful when I have a place to cook whatever I bought locally. So that's another kind of fun thing that I think it can add. Now I have so many questions. Yeah. (laughs) Because like, first of all, I love the idea of going to a farmer's market when you're in a new place. That seems like such a fun, creative way to try a bunch of different... It's like a little sample of the local cuisines and culture. So I think that's really cool. How do you find those? Honestly, so sometimes the Airbnb hosts will post, like, the good ones, I I think the ones that go the extra mile, they'll post, like, fun happenings um, that happen in the Do they call it fun Um, happenings? Maybe. Fun happenings. (laughs) That's my little little way of it's a fun happening. Um, They'll post that, like, in their account, sort of, or, like, the description of the place. Um, But most times I'll just look it up, especially now that I've been doing it, like, hey, does this town do farmer's markets or, like, what to do in this town? And I've purposely stayed at places before, like, if we know we're going to split it. Um, like when we were, we went to Maine, we went to Acadia National Park. We knew we were going to do some days in an Airbnb with a kitchen and then a couple days in a hotel without. Yeah. And I read that they, on Thursdays, they had this really beautiful farmer's market. And I was like, okay, well, let's make sure we do the Airbnb on that Thursday so I can, like, take advantage of that. But really just looking up what is happening in the city on certain days and specifically if you are someone that likes to cook, looking into farmer's markets or special events that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to mention because my uncle lives in Maine and he lives in a really cool sort of area. It's Bar Harbor. So that's where we're. Okay. Well, and he was telling me he's a little annoyed because he's like, all my neighbors are gone and I live in Airbnbs, Mm. like everybody on the street. So like you lose a little bit of that sense of community, I think, in a lot of these towns where that happens. And that's exactly what I think you kind of want is to feel like you are living like a local, but then you realize nobody around you is a local. So I think that's an interesting sort of catch that you might not be aware of if you're booking a like uh, vacation rental. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Like you do see a difference in Airbnb. I mean, I've seen a difference in Airbnbs who are owned by a local and Airbnbs that are owned by like a company companies that go buy properties. Yeah. The difference is insane, especially like when something goes wrong or you need help or something or how much they offer you for here's things to do in town. And I've always had a better experience when it's someone who's a local who sometimes lives there when they're not renting it out. Or like who lives down the street or still is in town. I always get a better experience when it's someone who is a local. But I do know that that's something that does irritate local people who have, you know, when you live somewhere like Bar Harbor and there's it's super popular, all right. these Airbnbs are popping up. And it's like, wait, where's my actual neighbors? And of so these people coming and going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think another interesting thing that you're mentioning is like, how do you tell? Like, are there red flags that you can look for when you're yeah. looking at a posting to know if it's from a real person or one of these larger conglomerates? There's a couple that are obvious. They Their picture is like their brand picture. Okay, um, so, you so you tip tell, number one. Yeah, look at the picture. Is it a human or is it like their branding? Um, and then a lot of times the description will say, I'm a local. I grew up in Bar Harbor or whatever, and this is where I live. A lot of them I think like to tell you if they're close because I think it gives you the sense of comfort. If something goes wrong, mm. someone is nearby. Whereas, like when it's a corporation, that's listed under their name often. It's not like, you know, Ethan and Jen own this Airbnb. It's like the casa owns this Airbnb. And those are, honestly, I've not had many bad experiences, but the only ones that I have had were not owned by like a local or someone that knew the area and was nearby if if I needed them. Do you have any bad experiences that you want to share that you think people can learn from? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have really just one that was like, this is a bad experience where I had to reach out to Airbnb support, which I hate that I had to do that. But yeah. I mean, that was the case. And it was... The situation where um, this was owned by – so it was actually, like, a hotel condo, like, complex, and then you can own – And where were you staying? This was in Miami. Okay. Yeah. So we were on a group trip, me, my significant other, and then another couple that we were with. And uh, we were staying, like, four or five days in this condo complex that you could own. And, of course, a property manager was just, like, running it from who knows where. Mm -hmm. And we got in, and the air conditioning vent that's, like, over our friend's room, their doorway, was leaking. When I say leaking, it's, like, a slip hazard on the tile. Oh, goodness. My friend's stuff got wet. Like, it was just, it was not ideal. And it's just constant. I mean, that's a safety issue. It was not good. Yeah. So, we tried to reach out to the host, who was just completely unresponsive. So, finally, we went down, because, again, it's kind of like a condo complex. There's someone working the front Mm -hmm. desk. So we went down and they were like, well, we can't help you because you're not really like a guest of the hotel condo. You're, yes. And this is where my one thing when it comes to booking Airbnbs, this is probably like one of my bigger caveats is like stay away from ones that are within a apartment condo complex or a hotel. There's probably outliers that are good, but for me, I feel like they know which ones are being rented out by people and you're not really treated like the like you would be if you lived in that apartment kind of going or, back to the neighborhood conversation. It's yes. like these people have neighbors and you're just, you're I'm just coming kind of like going. a visitor. Yes. Yeah. So they brought a bucket up like a mop bucket. It filled within an hour and they're like, Oh, just you go out and enjoy your time in Miami. We'll just like come keep bringing buckets. I'm like, well, no, because I don't want you just coming in here with all of yeah. our stuff <laughs> and just bringing buckets every couple of hours So I finally had to get in touch with Airbnb support, who was amazing. They offered to find us another Airbnb and pay for it. Oh, wow. Yeah, we finally got a hold. They um, were like, let us try to get a hold of the owner first. So they finally, surprise, surprise, were able to get a hold of him. Um, We got like a huge discount. I think we got like one or two nights for free. Um, He sent, they found a separate company outside of the apartment complex to come in and like fix it it was super annoying and I don't think I should have had to reach out to Airbnb support. But again, Mm -hmm. I think that's what happens. The guy told me like, sorry, I'm in like Japan on business. Well, okay. So I was never going to reach you. Um, But that's probably my worst experience. And again, I think it's just because you don't have someone who, I don't want to say that they don't care, but they're just sort of turning and burning a little bit of these properties um, And they're just not local to help if things go wrong. I think that is one of the reasons that I've not like favored hotels, but no, yeah, yeah totally favored hotels. And it's because you know that you have that sort of security yeah. within it. Like there is a staff, there's people on site all the time. And then if for some reason that's not working, there's a million different numbers and support like there's tried and true lines and place that you can take when you're not satisfied and honestly that doesn't usually happen but it's more knowing that I'd know what to do yeah that I'd know how to handle it absolutely and I also think that one of the things that I like about hotels is the cost and I'm really curious about how you because you mentioned that you found a value when you were booking with Airbnb versus some of your other offerings but I've been doing uh, research lately for a trip just to, like, Traverse City, Michigan. Yeah. I've never been there. It looks really awesome. It's beautiful. So, oh, you've been there? Yeah. Okay, maybe we'll have to chat maybe later. We'll you have can to, give me, like, yeah. tips. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> but I was looking, and I was there's, like, a very specific area that I want to be in, which is where all the booze is. I want yes. to be by the breweries and the wineries, which are a little farther out. But anyway, I was looking... And I couldn't find any Airbnbs that were even near there. Hmm. And the ones that was, was a condo. So I'm really glad that we had yeah. this discussion. But then on top of that, I was looking at the pricing and I was like, this is insane. And I don't need anything fancy. Yeah. I'm not going for Instagram worthy. I want a bed. I want it to be clean and I yeah. want to feel safe where I am. Yep. And like then when I was doing the price compare and then... I feel like with Airbnb, too, there's some hidden charges that you don't necessarily see until you're like halfway through the process. So and again, I do want to emphasize this was for two people, just me and my boyfriend. So if it was a larger group, you could maybe justify it. But when you're looking you know, for traveling with you and your boyfriend, do you find this problem or are you just like better at Airbnb than me? (laughs) I think, so the one thing you do want to do is at the top, they added this only, I'm just taking a guess, maybe two years ago, but there's now a slide button on the top that says show the price per night with taxes. I did see so that. So like a yeah. minimum search that way. Cause you'll find a place you fall in love with. And then you go to hit book and you're like, wait a second, we just tripled in price. Mm-hmm. What's going on. Um, and then there are some places that in their title, because these owners set their own cleaning fees and then there's always an Airbnb fee but they set the other charges. And so there are some that will say like no cleaning fee, no pet fee or whatever. And there's some that I've said at that charge $0 for cleaning. Um, so looking for things like that in the title, I'd say those are few and far between, but I think you're right. Like there's a place even in my life as someone that usually chooses Airbnb, there's a place for hotels in your life. And I think there's a place for Airbnbs. And I think it really depends like What are you trying to get out of the trip? What are you there for? What are you doing? How much time are you going to be spending in a Mm -hmm. hotel versus an Airbnb? But you're right. Those fees are, they can be exuberant. Um, And I think I always look out for, okay, if I'm paying a big cleaning fee, for example, they'll write in the house rules section what you're going to be expected to do when you check out. Yeah. So my cleaning fee is one fifty for the time I'm there and you're making me strip the sheets, start the load of whites, do all the dishes. There was one that I stayed at once and it was like the garbage truck came on Mondays and then recycling Thursdays. We checked in on a Monday morning, so we had no trash there, but we were expected to take the trash cans out from the people who had stayed from the Tuesday to Sunday prior And I'm just like, why am I taking, it's not a huge deal, but at the same time, it was one of those things when the cleaning fee is so big. Now, if the cleaning fee is big and all you want me to do is like leave the towels on the floor, which I think is just like habitual for me anyways, they're in the tub or the floor, fine. But if you're charging me a huge cleaning fee and your list is yay long, it definitely turns me off. And I think a lot of Airbnb owners, when that became such a big topic of conversation in the last couple of years, yeah. scaled back their cleaning fees. And like I said, some will say there's no cleaning fee at all, which is helpful. Still frustrating yeah. that you have to do a couple of things, but I think everyone has a limit on here's what I'm willing to do on vacation. Here's yeah. what I'm not willing to do. Well, and like when you mentioned the house rules, I think that's sort of where I get like hung up. Cause it's like, oh, here's your homework. And I'm just like, I'm not. I'm trying to enjoy my time. Yes. There. And you're right. Sometimes they are like very like particular about right. it. And the last one I was at was actually this beautiful property in Texas. And it was absolutely perfect for it was a bachelorette. Oh, and it was perfect for the group size. Like and it, it made total sense. Yes. Right. But as the maid of honor, guess who's the one cleaning up after everybody? Yes. The you know, you're the one the walking day. around. If oh, you yeah. booked it, you're like, okay, this is. Well, not even card. book it. That's oh, okay. the thing. <laughs> so I was like, I am just sort of guessing because I didn't have direct access to the app, oh, and they yeah. only had so much printed. Mm. So then I'm like, am I? And we decorated, which maybe we shouldn't. But then I'm like, okay, got to make sure every single streamer is taken care of, and all the trash is the same thing, all the way to the curb. And then we ran out of like. Space in the trash bins. So now I'm like, are we gonna get charged because the lights aren't perfectly on? And it was just like I was very stressed about trying to make sure that everything was right and all and like, like you said, starting laundry. What no? Like I don't want to sound like so privileged and entitled that I couldn't possibly be bothered with laundry, but it's like you just don't have to deal with that at a hotel. No, it's just something you don't want to have to do. I will say there are just some things for me, especially in like Nashville's a big one, where I'm going with my significant other to a place. But they're so used to these bachelor/bachelorette parties, probably destroying their home because that can happen. Yeah, and so they have all these rules, and I'm like, I'm not going to be doing any of this here. Like, but but it makes me so I'm like this the whole time yeah. because I'm like, oh my god, if if like one little thing happens, like I have my glass of wine and I spill a little, like oh my, I'm freaking out the whole time, and I don't want to have to be doing that. Um, so I agree. I think that. You can kind of, I think you can almost tell when you're reading the description and reading the house rules, like who is that neurotic owner that you really yeah. don't want to be in business with um, because it is a transaction versus people who you feel like, okay, like this is just a normal, be a good person, take care of the property the way you would any property um, and then we'll be okay. So I do stay away from ones that I feel like are just, it's too much, too many house rules. Yeah. yeah. And another thing that you mentioned earlier is you like knowing that the, like, owner's sort of nearby. Mm. I hate that. Really? I feel like Big Brother's watching me, and I don't like is it. Is it just meeting like, them or, like, knowing they're Any nearby? of, it, any of any it. I don't no. want any of that. Okay. Like, I don't want them to be, like, in the house nearby. I don't want them to be like, well, yeah, come on down. We'll have a fire together. Like... No, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not a very social person, so that just feels, like, very stressful and forced. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that element really freaks me out. I do like that you could be, like, I want the whole house, though, so you don't end up accidentally, like, in a room or something. Oh, I no, I would never do that. Yeah. My boyfriend, actually, one of my first Airbnb experiences ever, He, I let him take control of the trip. Never do that again. So, he booked us a room, like, a room in this woman's apartment. Was, he's like, I got us an Airbnb. And I was like, okay, cool. It was overlooking, it was in LA. It was overlooking Manhattan Beach. Oh, LA, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was overlooking Manhattan Beach. It was gorgeous. This thing looked like restoration hardware threw up in it. It was gorgeous. And I was like, wow, he's really doing it big. And we, got, we knock on the door and a, a woman answers. I was like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And she was really nice, but I was like, no. And you didn't know until like, you no, showed up. No, I didn't know. <gasps> I didn't know. <laughs> and so I'm like, what did you, what did, what's happening here? And he's like, well, you can book like rooms. I was like, no, I know that it's an option, but why was that the option that you went with? And again, so nice. She stayed out of our way, but like there was a morning where we were like making breakfast in there. Cause that was another thing he really likes to cook. And she came out and I was just like, I hate, I hate everything about this, actually. I was ready to book another place. Thankfully, we were just there for two nights. But yeah. yeah, the room sharing, I really... Not for me. I don't do it. It's not for me. But the being in town, mainly I like it because I can trust, I trust their suggestions on things. I feel like, okay, this is like a local, Where where's the bar you like to go to or where's um i don't know like the activities you like to do. yeah the did you know that you spots? can ask your hotel concierge that you though? can because the, they, they know and they're very helpful you can you can also like drop off your bags early if like and like airbnbs just like aren't going to accommodate you like that but like when i was in chicago like we got there early we wanted to see the city they were happy to like hold our bags for us yeah. before we checked in we got breakfast Free free breakfast. So if you're worried about like needing a kitchen, maybe you just need breakfast. You just need breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just think about it. That's all I'm saying. Like there's definitely there there's cause I've had Airbnbs ask, like, do you want to store your bags? I'm like, not really. For some reason I'll trust a hotel to do that, but like I don't trust the Airbnb. The accountability. I did it. Don't. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you, like early check-in, which I do always ask every Airbnb host for. I flat out will yeah. say it, can I check in early? And some will let you. Um, I will say the one – can I share, like, my best Airbnb experience? Like, the reason why I feel like Airbnbs – I would love to hear it, yeah. Okay. So this is the one thing – because when you brought up concierge, so you're right. Like, hotels have great concierge services, and they can give you a list of things to do. But I feel like the one thing that you might not find is something – Like we went to Greece. um, We stayed in this. The island was Milos, which like has not been blown up yet. It probably is now, but I feel like it's actually really in twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen, it was still like gathering some. You're a trendsetter. Yeah, you (laughs) know, um, as I find it on Instagram. But um, we stayed in this very small town. By town, I mean there was four fishermen homes built into the rock and a church that was probably like two hundred fifty square feet. That was the town. My sisterhood of the traveling pants. That's what it was. It literally was Sisterhood of the Traveling fans. So, we get down there. The host showed us around. She made us cookies. She, like, had this fruit bowl of this, like, fresh fruit that she picked. Even put grapes in the freezer so you could have, like, frozen grapes on a super hot day. This place was amazing. Her grandfather built it back in, like, the 1800s. <gasps> amazing. It was this whole, you literally open this, like, garage door on the bottom layer and you take a step out and your feet are in the sand and then you're in the ocean. Stop it was it. wild. And so she's like, I hope you don't mind this church is you know, next door. Um, one of the like, Yaya's cousin is getting married tonight and I hope it doesn't like bother you. I'm like, no, 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 we're usually up late. It's fine. And so, we didn't want to go back into the town. Driving was super stressful on that island. You're like in alleyways this big. Were with you your driving? Car. I was driving. Did you rent a car? Yes, girl. You are so brave. Yes. There's so much of this that I just like could not do. No, <laughs> I've, I've drove in so many different countries, including on the rock, like the opposite side of the road. Yeah, it's wild. what is it in Greece? This is so ignorant of me, but I have no idea. No, and now I can't even remember. I think it's the same side. I think it's our side of the road. Okay, yeah, but like but, smaller roads in general. Than you we're can't used even. To, right? I mean, we were. I was like. Like this with walls on each side. I'm like, this is not okay. So I didn't really want to go back into the walled city. So I'm like, let's just, she was like, just go over to this wedding if you want. And normally, I'm like you, I'm not like a social butterfly, but I do enjoy these very kind of like hidden gems of experiences. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, let's just go check it out. No one spoke English. There's like 25 people there. No one speaks any English. Did you speak Greek? No, absolutely Greek, not, right? Absolutely. I was not. like, yeah. if I look stupid twice, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I didn't speak anything. But there's people dancing and there's music, there's kids, there's family, and we were just eating like lamb kebabs and having wine. And we were just a part of this experience that like, even though we couldn't talk to anyone, we were dancing and just enjoying yeah, Like you'll this never thing. forget that. Like, I'll never forget that. And that was a part of our trip to Greece. And so for me. As much as like concierge services have been amazing at hotels I've traveled to, I do feel a little bit like, well, it's the same list of things that everyone staying at this hotel is going to get. Whereas in an Airbnb, you may get this unique experience, especially if you stay at super unique Airbnbs that you just won't get unless you stay there. Right. And so I do think it really, at the end of the day, even though I obviously have a favorite, they all do play their part. And depending on where you're staying and what you want your travel vibe to be. And I still have so many thoughts, but we've been talking for so long, (laughs) but I have to just applaud you. I think on doing this internationally because like that is the biggest thing that I think I have a fear level with. Whereas if I'm booking a hotel or even like, Um, I don't know, just something I feel like as a company. I feel like by the time I travel all the way there, it's going to be there. And that's probably just my like nervous level, my anxiety level. But I have really enjoyed talking about this with you. And I do feel like, I'm not a convert yet or anything like that, but maybe I will start considering it a little bit more and just like checking them out. And gosh, I feel like I have so many more follow up questions. So maybe we can talk about this again sometime or dive into it further, because I really do want to know a little bit more about the international aspects. Yeah. You know, some maybe of these amazing properties or things you've been to. But I think for today, we're going to, we're going to wrap it on up. Okay. So I, did you have fun? Did you like talking about this I did, yes. Okay. I love talking about this stuff. So, and it's obviously my goal to convert you a little bit. So we'll have to check. I can't, I mean, it. you, you did a really valiant effort. Okay. I'll say perfect. That. That's but I, I my comfort, my comfort line is definitely a little bit more, I think, on the hotel side. I get my points. I get my comfort. I feel good there. But I, anytime I've stared, stayed at an Airbnb, it has been a good experience. Good. So it's not like I had, like i 100% against it yeah. Or anything like that In the end I just want to go places And have a good time That's it That's what we're all Trying to do Yeah All right So we'd love to hear Your opinions too though So please let us know In the comments What team are you on Are you team Airbnb Or are you team hotel Or are you something else entirely We want to know And share your thoughts On social media too Using the hashtag Travel Stories Unpacked And don't forget to check out Julia's Instagram We'll say that one more time It's Away with Julia And thank you again so much. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. This podcast is brought to you by KHM Travel Group, which is a leading host agency for independent travel agents. So you can learn more about that at KHMTravel.com. And don't forget to come back next week for more travel stories unpacked.